Okay, so let's see here. So I have a little trilogy to tell you about. Um, has to do with uh, scarcity or abundance. So one of the reasons why I had to uh, postpone uh, one of our meetings was because my Mac died. And uh, I had to go out, right, at like the 11th hour. And I had to go out and get a new Mac. And uh, of course, as luck would have it, Matt Carley was on vacation, right? So, so I was kind of on my own in, in uh, computer hell. And uh, so here's, here's what happened. I found myself a, a local Mac vendor, which I never knew existed here in Keene. Uh, I got myself a new computer, fixed the old one. So now I have a standby. And, and then when they transferred all the data over, all my PowerPoints went from PowerPoint to uh, the Apple version of PowerPoint, which I think is Keynote. And uh, so now in the interim, I've learned Keynote in addition to PowerPoint. So you know what? Scarcity or abundance, you pick. So it was pretty funny though, because I was like, like my computer just died. It just, the battery went, you know? And uh, so I was, I was without technology for a day and a half. It's kind of interesting to think about, right? So, so anyway, good to, good to be back with everybody. And so today we're gonna to talk about scarcity and abundance thinking. And I'm um, gonna start by, you know, kind of absorb this picture for a minute, okay? One side, of course, is scarcity and the other side is abundance. And, and it's really about how we choose to look at things. So like my, my computer hell example, um, you know what? My computer died. Yeah, that was kind of in the moment, a little bit inconvenient. But you know what, though? Worked out great. And uh, it's kind of just a matter of, right, how we choose to look at things. And um, of course, you know, we could also equate to glass half empty, glass half full. Um, and, you know, if you take a look at this picture, I think one of the things that kind of struck me about it was, you know, the, um, you know, the dark dried outside. Yeah, sure. Right. That, that we could have blight and famine and all that, um, or we could equally have, um, you know, lush green fields and blue skies in abundance. And it's just simply a matter of how we choose to look at things. And, and it matters, how we look at things matters so much because it's what we attract, okay? I know there's all sorts of stuff out there about, you know, law of attraction and all that. And, and here's the thing I'm gonna tell you about that, okay? It's real, it's a thing. So if we ever doubt, okay, how we look at things and why it matters, okay, you, you take a look at certain circumstances and things that go on around us. If, if it was like Henry Ford said, you know, if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're going to be right each time. And so our mindsets attract new results. So I, I love the expression you can't do new things in old ways. We've talked about this before. If you do new things in old ways, you'll go back to old results, right? Because the methodology hasn't changed. It's not good enough necessarily just to change your thinking. Your thinking changes how you do things and how you act, okay? But you have to have both. You have to have thinking and action. And so um, it, it matters, right, how we look at things, whether we look at things from a scarcity mindset or abundance. And we're going to do some talk tracks here in a minute. Um, I found this talk track, um, which I like. It's not mine, so I can't take credit for it. Uh, but I like it. And, and so let's just talk about um, scarcity thinking for a minute. So if I, if I come at things from a scarcity mindset, all right, I automatically... Um, look at it and say, well, there's never going to be enough, 
all right? There's not enough for everybody. And I compete to stay on top. Um, I hoard things from others, I don't share, right? Um, I won't share knowledge. Um, I won't offer to help others. I'm suspicious of others. Now think about these for a second as we're going through these. Like, I, I know we know people that we can assign this to, unfortunately, okay? And maybe even sometimes ourselves in certain circumstances. And, and what's kind of critical about this is to be honest about it, okay? It's no shame to say, you know, sometimes I do that, all right? Or in this circumstance, I can be more inclined to have scarcity thinking because by calling it out and identifying it, that's the only way you can get above it, okay? It's the only way that you can deal with it. So um, resents competition. Uh, again, goes back to kind of a, a, a fear mindset. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, afraid of being replaced. Uh, believes times are tough. Uh, believes the pie is shrinking. Uh, thinks small and avoids risk, right? You know, risk avoidance is scarcity thinking. Um, and fears change. I think this was really good. I did, I, you know, I looked around, you know, I have my own work on this that I could have used, but frankly, I thought this was better, right? Um, and then abundance thinking. Well, there's always, there's always going to be more. Um, and I'm willing to collaborate with others to stay on top. And I'm generous and I'll share my knowledge and I'll freely offer others help. Um, trust builds rapport. I welcome competition. Uh, we strive to grow, believes the best is yet to come, believes the pie is growing, thinks big and embraces risk. I think that's a really important one, okay? And we're going to talk about expansion and reduction on a couple slides from now. Um, thinks big and embraces risks. That, that's a really critical one. And then takes ownership of change, right? The one, the one thing that, you know, of course, it's said that the only thing in life that's constant is change. And, and that, that, is, that is the truth of it, okay? Every single thing that we have today, whether it's, you know, my brand new, you know, MacBook Pro 2022 or whatever it is versus my MacBook 2017, you know, well, I'll tell you what, there's a pretty big difference between these two machines, okay? And it all came about because of change. And every single thing we have today is because somebody challenged the status quo for change. Everything. There's not one single thing, whether it's the clothes I'm wearing or the cup I'm drinking out of or the computer or, or paint colors, okay? I always think paint colors are kind of interesting. I know it sounds a little bizarre, right? But, but you know, like, like someone thought differently about it, okay? And... And, and so every single thing we have, okay, is because somebody embraced change. They took ownership around it and they weren't afraid of it. If not for that, okay, we, we'd still be hunter-gatherers, like literally. And it's, that's a scarcity or abundance thought process. So let's understand about how we shift from scarcity to abundance. So by the nature of it, okay, scarcity thinking is fear-based. Right. And, and so when I live in fear, I'm also living in, in anxiety. Okay. I'm living in a reductive sense. And because of that, I'm going to make poor choices because I'm going to make uh, uh, small, okay, uh, risk adverse choices. All right. Now, there's nothing, if you're risk adverse, okay, 
and and I think what's defined risk, right? You know, risk isn't you know jumping out of a plane. You know, you know, being risk adverse is necessarily because you're afraid of jumping out of a plane, right? That that there's plenty of risk there, okay? But but risk averse as far as you know, maybe more mundane things, or maybe just taking about being outside of your comfort zone. That's probably the right way to look at it. And so when we're in anxiety, okay, when we're in fear, we bounce to anxiety, and then we operate in making, you know, small reductive choices, okay, that are limited, right? And they're typically not made with an expansive view, right? And then that's what gives us a negative outcome. Think about it for a second, right? If, if the foundation of all my decisions are based on fear, how are you ever going to get a good decision that's going to move you forward? think about that right they're always going to be small they're always going to be not not um fulfilling and they're going to always leave you behind the curve that's the thing about 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 being in a reductive sense you're always kind of behind everything you're never really kind of out in front of things um if i'm thinking from abundance well i'm starting with gratitude right i'm grateful for what i have okay because i have because no matter where i am I have enough, right? And then from that from that perspective, because of that gratitude, now I'm, my body is settled, okay? And I'm not anxiety ridden. And I can make a good decision because I have peace of mind. And then from that, I make wise choices. Now, they don't always have to be, um, you know, you know, daring swashbuckling decisions, okay? But they're good progressive decisions, okay? And because of that, I have positive outcomes. And, and because we're starting from gratitude versus fear, okay, um, again, we're more relaxed. Uh, we don't feel pressure. Uh, we don't, we're not worried about the other guy. We're just worried about ourselves. Okay, let's just make the right decision for me or whatever group I'm, you know, associated with. And then from there, I'm going to be more relaxed. I'm just going to make just, you know, more relaxed um, happier choices. Okay. And that's just naturally going to lead you, you know, more times than not into positive outcomes. So I thought this was, uh, this was another good, this is not my work either, but, um, I came across it when I was, when I found, uh, the, uh, talk tracks and uh, I thought this was, this was really good fear versus gratitude. If we start with fear, okay, we're more likely to make, um, you know, smaller, less, less, um, progressive, right? Less in the moment choices. If we start from gratitude, we're more likely to make better in the moment and in the future moment choices. So, so the question, right? How can I tell? How can I tell um, if I'm coming from abundance or if I'm coming from scarcity? So I'm going to say, I'm going to put, put it uh, for us to look at like this. So if I'm in scarcity, I'm reductive. And when I'm thinking in a reductive way, okay, um, when I look at circumstances without considering possibilities. So when I'm reductive, all right, I'm automatically just looking at the circumstances without considering, you know, what, what, all, the what all the great possibilities could be, all right? When I'm in abundance, I'm in, um, expansive. And that's, when I, and that's when I can imagine all the opportunities that are going to be there, okay? And so if, if we can take a look at, you know, from a um, uh, reductive or expansive, and I think 
you know, we can, you know, if I say scarcity, well, you know, that kind of means a lot of different things. If I say abundance, well, you know, yeah, I kind of get that, right? But if we take a look at our behavior, okay, there's reductive behavior and there's expansive behavior. And so when I, if I'm reductive, I'm not considering all, all the possibilities. So when I'm expansive, I am considering all the uh, possibilities. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Marianne uh, Williamson, but she's kind of one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite authors. And I, I, like, uh, I like this quote, uh, the key to abundance is meeting limited circumstances with, with unlimited thoughts, right? The key to abundance is meeting limited circumstances with unlimited thoughts. That's, that's pretty cool. Does anybody know Marianne? Does anybody ever follow some of her work? Yeah, yeah, she's really, yeah, she's, she's pretty cool, you know, so. All righty. Well, that's our, our today. And uh, just see here if we have any um, comments or anything. Anybody want to bring any chats in at all? Okay. Well, you're welcome, Allie, as always. Good to see everybody. Okay. Well, have a great week, right? Think abundance. Take care.